Hey, this is Nikki Rapp, the voice of Lily from Telltale's The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Entertainment Talks, The Walking Dead UK podcast. Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the Walking Dead well beyond on AMC and Amazon. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David, how's it going? I'm doing well, thanks. Good, uh, this is for season 2, episode 3, called Exit Wounds. What do you think of this episode? Uh, it's a bit of a weird opening, in all honesty, but um, I mean they sort of half explained that later on. Um overall i quite liked it uh it was nice to see elton back um i i'm glad they did a little bit of a recap because i kind of forgotten where we left elton at the end of that because as you Me mentioned too. a few yeah. weeks ago you know i was like wasn't he with silas i, th- I knew with with somebody else but yes um i'd mm-hmm. forgotten that that he was um uh with, with d- Percy. Percy. yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah that was that was quite good it's sort of interesting to see a bit more of the crm stuff and behind the scenes there and the sort of kids and what they're doing i thought that was quite good yeah i mean there was there was lots of interesting little elements um to this and i'm glad they've sort of started pulling the group a bit more back together because as we've said before Uh we've only got like you know we're what couple of episodes or a few episodes into this um mm. <laughs> and uh what well, we yeah three episodes in they've only got 10 episodes and that's it you know there's not another season coming afterwards so they can't hang around too much yeah 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 don't don't do what fear the walking dead does don't do that where you <laughs> have a sort of weird i don't even know how to describe that show anymore uh oh i, I will be doing so in the housekeeping section sort of but uh yeah you don't want to go doing something like that uh i thought this was a pretty good episode i enjoyed uh different parts of it i thought it was good to catch up with uh percy and elton again i think the end of this episode is really interesting considering the characters involved um and i'm all for speaking of this like weird start i'm all for sort of different ideas with zombies that's one of the things that interests me which is when you have a different show or a different film or whatever you want uh, and you have obviously different people running the thing or writing the thing, and they come up with their own ideas of how to deal with zombies or what to do with zombies. Um, and this was another kind of interesting idea. I, th- I did do think it was a little bit half baked in a way, but I also didn't sort of mind. Like I felt like I sort of, I don't know. It, it was a bit of a more strange idea, definitely. But I, I appreciate the attempt at different ideas. I think mm-hmm. is is what i'm trying to say and it didn't come off badly that's the important part it came off more strange than bad um but uh i don't know it was it was still interesting nonetheless so it was still kind of uh sort of worked because that's something that i look out for is just different things happening with uh with zombies or people just dealing with zombies in uh in different ways or walkers i suppose uh, I thought the CRM things were pretty good um yeah overall just a, a pretty good episode a little bit um 
maybe a little bit more focus this time, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I don't think this show's really had problems with like structure and focus and things because it's not really got that many characters uh, in the first place. I know we sort yeah. of slowly. I know we've sort of slowly been introduced to a few more, like we had uh, Indira, now we've got her two kids introduced, but I think the show's doing a decent job, at least at the moment, three episodes in, of showing us who's a smaller character that we know we're going to see less on screen, and still very much knowing that, okay, it's it's all about the kids, and the people around the kids, and obviously Elizabeth, so it's, it's still doing a pretty good job, um with that so uh yeah i th- I thought all that was uh was was quite good uh, i thought the campus colony stuff was was kind of interesting um because i don't I, I know you're kind of not really the what one to look out for the sort of ya things mm-hmm. in the show but me being someone that's watched like i mean this year like high school musical and more sort of there's different levels to where you can approach that obviously there's something a bit more serious like a love victor then there's the sillier things like riverdale and sabrina then there's things like high school musical which is kind of a middle ground and then there's this show which tries to do it which obviously its unique thing is having uh walkers in the mix as well and being part of an established kind of world so i thought that was again fairly uh fairly decent so yeah a uh a, a decent little episode we've got um seven episodes left after this yes yeah seven episodes which feels weird because when when we're watching it it still feels like quite a new show because well it is yeah um and uh yeah but hey we'll we'll see if if it gets to the end and it tells its story properly then you didn't need any more seasons so yeah there you go um all right that's pretty much it for the pre-talk there's things to get into in the i don't want to break too much into the episode and things because uh, that's kind of what the recap is for. So uh, let's do some housekeeping and things, um, including a Fear the Walking Dead podcast update, and we'll see you for the rest in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or 
film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, yesterday I did two podcasts, one was with Robert, that one would be the Gaming Talk podcast, <coughs> excuse me, we talked about the um, updates for FIFA and eFootball, eFootball is what uh, Pez or Pro Evolution Soccer is now called because Konami decided to rename it, uh, but none of that situation, let's just say none of it really worked out, the game is an absolute disaster, uh, it's one of the worst, at, at the time when it launched it was one of the worst rated games on Steam. Which I understand is not an easy thing to accomplish, because uh, there's some bad games on on those platforms. Uh, we also talked about, um, let's just say, a money falling out between EA and FIFA uh, <laughs> over yes. over you know lots of big mo- big big companies fighting over big money again. Uh, but what do you expect from those sorts of companies? Uh, so we talked about basically a football update, and we also uh, talked about sort of the future of games and a bunch of other news. And things that we had, including my updated impressions of uh, Psychonauts 2. I managed to do that to do that uh, seed mission that I was talking to you about. So, cool. Um, did you release Geek Town, by the way? Yes, it's up. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't see it come out. I usually do. So, yeah. <clears throat> I'll listen to that when I'm at work later. Um, did a podcast yesterday called "It's Time for Diversity to Lead the Screen," um, and there's different reasons as to why I've I, I've done that and obviously you will need to listen to the podcast for the full thing for that uh not lead every single screen but just more of them uh there's been a bigger push for diversity in the last what would you say few years last couple of years has been a bit, yeah. bit, bit of a bigger push which is good to see because hey there's people out there that are different to you and those people have stories to tell uh, which is uh, good as well. Uh, so just going into uh, some big DC examples, something that DC's doing, especially the post-Ray Fisher, let's call it incident, um, and everything like that. And uh, yeah, just going into some of those sort of topics, which I uh, enjoyed doing as well. Fear the Walking Dead um, podcast wrap-up. Uh, I uh, watched the first episode of season 7, and I pretty much knew I was going to be in for the same thing that we were doing with season 6, which is just the same problems I had before. And I just didn't really want to do that for another eight weeks. Um, so I decided to... I mean, there's no no written obligation anywhere for me to go through those episodes and uh, do the podcast. It's entirely up to me. So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to really do that anymore. Uh, you can listen to the reasons why, the multiple reasons as to why, especially the uh, specific episode, which is season seven, episode one. Uh, I'm still going to watch the show, but just less casually, and I won't have to think so much about what I'm seeing on screen. Um, but uh, you can listen to that if you want a podcast for uh, Fear the Walking Dead. We're still going to continue with this one, which is well beyond, and we're still going to do the main show when it comes back in February. Uh, and of course the other new shows that are coming out so uh, you can still look out for those over on the United cast Manchester United lost 4-2 to Leicester away, uh, it was a disastrous performance um, things are getting particularly bad in terms of how the team's performing I'm not going to get into all of it here because I already talked about it on that um, and yeah Manchester United play next uh, is tonight against Atalanta which is an Italian team in the Champions League uh, and then we've got a big game at the weekend, Liverpool. So we'll see how uh, all of that goes. But Atalanta and Liverpool are in uh, particularly good form right now. So we'll see how all of that goes. Um, what else do we have on here? Um, did The Walking Dead wrap up 
uh, that was last week, I think, wasn't it? Um, for season 11, episode 8. That's the 11A sort of wrap-up podcast. But we'll be back for the uh, B side of the season, I suppose, in uh, in February. And then probably the C side of it um, in, uh, what, October that will probably be. So uh, that's up to season 11, episode 8. Um, got some other things here as well. Uh, CW Superheroes for Superman and Lois. That's season 1, episode 15. So that's the end of that season. Uh, the American Coach for Ted Lasso, that's Season 2, Episode 12. That's the end of Season 2. That will be back for Season 3. Flash, we're up to Season 7, Episode 15, at least for the podcast. We'll wrap that up whenever Episode 18 is, because that will be the season finale. And that's everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org. You can also find us if you search for Entertainment Talk on your favourite podcast platform. <coughs> uh, again, this is an edited recap from uh, Emily Hanneman uh, from TV Insider didn't have the cold open written so I just wrote that down myself uh, it's pretty simple to describe as a weird cold open uh, someone kills a walker and replaces their eyes with flowers and lets the walker just lay on the ground and then we see the title card pop up again no proper sort of intro uh, I don't imagine that they'll do an intro at this point because there's only seven episodes left but um yeah, strange one. Definitely, it definitely gets you to wonder why somebody is doing that, who is doing that, because we don't know who this person is. Um, and we do see later that they're scooping uh, these walkers' eyes out with uh, with spoons or just pulling their eyes out. And yeah. uh, I don't really think it's something we've particularly seen before. So again, fresh ideas uh, might not have been like fully developed in this episode, but. Uh, it was something weird and different and interesting to see. Uh, what do you think of uh, this strange cold open? Um, yeah, I mean, at the time, I, I sort of agree with you. I thought, oh, maybe this is something that's like, you know, cultish or mm. I, I don't know. I, it seemed very strange. Um, so I wasn't entirely sure what to think when it actually um when they were actually showing it and they sort of go on a bit later and she sort of talks about it, but doesn't really justify it particularly well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely convinced by, by that. It, it, it seems to have almost been shoved in there just to be something weird and quirky. And I think they needed to tie it down a little bit more later on, Hmm. but yeah, I mean, fine, okay, it made for a slightly strange cold open, but that's about it, really. Mm, yeah, in terms of strange cold opens, Breaking Bad's the best at that. So, mm. yeah. Um, Lost had co- yeah, Lost would have had like weird cold opens but and that's, things. Yeah. That's the point. With the Breaking Bad ones, they have weird cold opens, but it links back generally to something which is an integral part of the story. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's where something like this is sort of weird for the sake of being weird, and then he's kind of fobbed off a little bit later on, and mm. you know, there's not really a purpose for it being there other than the girl going, "Oh, I'm a little bit quirky," you know, and that's like, well, yeah, that's yeah, okay, fine, but so yeah, I, I. I don't think, I mean, okay, whatever, buddy. I don't think it, it kind of works. I think when we get later on, there might have been a another way you could have maybe put that together, uh, but we'll talk about that when we sort of get to a bit later on in the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was all right. Uh, Percy and Elton stumble across a duo with uh, food to spare. 
uh, and they disagree on hand. Ha, sorry, they disagree on how to handle the situation. Percy, with his background in trickery and deceit, because we remember Tony, don't we? I think was his, yes. uh, was his uncle who got uh, did he get his head smashed in or something or uh, got shot? I can't quite remember. Yeah, um, something like didn't that. Hook kill didn't hook kill Tony. Yeah, or, and it in, was either in, Hook in the... or Silas. I can't remember. Yeah, it was it was Huck, and then yeah, I know, she, got... she sort of made it look like Silas did it, in in a way. So yes, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, he had this uh, trickery and deceit sort of background with Tony because they were like trying to do tricks and that kind of stuff. Uh, he wants to take the grub and make a run for it. Elton wants to chat with them and convince them to hand it over. Unfortunately, they both try to put their plans into action. And when the siblings, uh, these two that they meet, uh, notice Percy stealing from them while Elton is uh, talking, they run after them and attack. After some hijinks involving walkers in the woods, which is the bit that we just talked about, uh, Percy and Elton wind up captured. Uh, they sort of save Elton in the situation because there is a lot of walkers that just kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in Like hidden in this grass. Um, I found it kind of almost... Uh, I mean, I didn't really think that Elton or Percy were, were going to die, so I was able no. to I was able to focus on kind of the comedic aspect here, which is like, uh, which is sort of um, Elton starts trying to talk to them and like, hey, we just want some food and be kind of like you know level headed about it. Then he turns around and they're like, hey, who's that? It's Elton stealing a bunch of things from this bag, and then uh, Elton's just not sure what to do. He's just going back and forth between the two of yeah, them, yeah. and he's just yeah. He's like, oh, he, yeah, he's kind of sterling, but we're sorry, and sort of, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that was really great. Uh, as we said, I think at some point last season, uh, Elton ended up being my uh, favourite character from, from yeah. this show, and still very much is. Um, I could tell there was maybe a bit of comedic element within him, and I think this is the first time maybe, uh, again, last season was a year ago, I can't remember all of it, but uh, it was a good way to sort of, for him to handle that. And given that they both go in with basically total opposite ideas, um, I thought it was just kind of a fun way to start the episode. Until obviously the walkers start coming out, that's not quite so fun. Uh, so focusing on the first bit, what do you think of their uh, plan here, or lack of plan? Well, well, yeah, is the fact that they both tried to do the same thing at, uh, at uh, well, you know, the opposite things. They both try and enact, enact their their plans um at the same time and you know i mean elton was fine he walked up he they gave him like a little bit of food and stuff and it would have all been okay and then of course percy comes along and screws it all up so um yeah i mean that's pretty much what you'd expect from those two characters you know elton trying to take the hey friends you know kind of route and percy not trusting anybody um so sort of what you expect, but yeah, it it set things up quite nicely for the uh, you know them getting caught. And then I, I the the sibling couple are quite cool as well. I mean, you know, the fight moves and stuff when they get to the zombies. I mean, this is what I was saying about that opener and the zombie bit because those zombies had clearly been you know buried in the undergrowth um for a while and i i like the fact that you know they're, they're trying to do slightly different things with the zombies on this show and that's sort of a version that we haven't really seen you know um those sort of overgrown zombies i think are a, a, a quite a different sort of thing but i my initial thought was maybe this couple are sort of you know, capturing and burying the zombies 
and kind of hiding them. So using them almost like landmines. That was the thing that first, when uh-huh. they first walked into it. And, and that, if if that had been the case, it wasn't. They just happened to be buried in that area. You know, the, but that was my initial kind of thought was, oh, that would be quite cool if they've kind of, if what they were doing with that opening bit was them, um, I mean, apart from the fact they were using dead zombies you know, it, it then obviously killed those and then she was putting flowers in the eyes. But if they'd altered that opening slightly, so it was, um, you know, them putting zombies in, you know, decorating sort of with vegetation um, and flowers and stuff, live zombies. If that had been the opening, which would have also been quite weird. And then you got to this scene and it turns out that they'd kind of created a sort of danger landmine kind of area, which was buried zombies. That would have been a much cooler kind of callback, mm. if you see what I mean. Yeah. You know, so I, 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 that's where I thought maybe they were they they could have gone with it and it would have been really, you know, much more interesting idea. Um, but I, I like the zombies that they had here. It was just... It, it was a little weird just the ground you know um but interesting and and different and uh the siblings fight moves are something that we've not seen a whole lot of because there was a lot more sort of martial arts stuff going on in there mm. you know there was like you know, flying kicks and things which is quite nice yeah so yeah um yeah it's kind of it's strange um yeah the way it's kind of or well, didn't work really um with yeah because they were kind of they kind of looked like they were maybe set up as these as you said mines sort of things but the the two things just don't really connect together the whole eye thing and no uh what they what's <laughs> set up but then of course the what one of the the i suppose daughter here i'll just call them son and daughter because i don't think their names are established uh but we know that they're we learn that they're uh uh, children of of somebody later, so I'm just going to call them son and daughter. Um, the daughter in the situation, um, she does she ends up scooping out one of the eyes with like a spoon, so that does tell us that she's she was the one kind of doing that. But then I don't know, like it's two different things that kind of come together, but it it just didn't quite necessarily sort of work. Um, but I I did think it was interesting like in of itself of these walkers kind of coming out the grass and you Elton and I think us as the audience had no idea where the next one was coming from and there's even a point where he sort of crawls backwards away from Mm. one and lands on another one and then there's one on his right or something and he's about to get like bitten um one point that's kind of brought up here as well is the type of jacket that he's he's wearing because the zombie does get hold of his his yes. arm and start like gnawing at his arm, but it can't break that was through. Quite funny that sequence. Um, yeah, that they're kind of coming <laughs> at it with the gnats going chop his arm off, chop it. Basically, sort of say do it, do it, and he's like, what? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. That was quite comedic. I that that worked quite well. Mm. It's like yeah, to, to check check the, check the actual bite first before yeah, you cut yeah. his arm off. But uh, yeah. no, it was a good little tactic from Ellen. Unfortunately, I think it's the daughter that steals the uh, the jacket. 
So. Yeah, that that was quite nicely put together though. He's going, no, no, it's fine. It's it's like all safe, you know. It's it's a, the we it's industrial corduroy weave. They can't get through it, and then it like literally cuts to her wearing the jacket yeah, and him like in a shirt. Yeah, I'll I'll take it then, sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So that was a uh, good. I think just good fun overall. Um. Mm-hmm. And again, I was able to have good fun with it because I never thought Elton was gonna die. Did Did yeah. you think he was going to? No, not in the slightest. No. So, um. There we go. On to some more serious things. Uh, at the at CRM, Huck gets reacquainted with Dennis. That's one way to put it. Uh, who was apparently her husband before the world ended. So that immediately connects to the end of uh, the previous episode. Yeah. Uh, when we saw this Dennis guy with the photo. Uh, it is Huck in the photo. And of course, they are together. Uh, they almost have dinner. But in the end, Huck says there are still things she needs to do. And she can't be in a relationship with him right now. It's an interesting... Uh, thing to say to him after the morning that you had uh where is this coming from well early in the episode hope demanded that she take um her to her sister so um uh what's her sister's name again iris um where yeah to take her to her sister and uh friends in the artist's uh colony you're going to go and you're going to take me with you that was what uh that was that conversation a bit earlier between yeah. hope and huck in the episode uh she says and at that pivotal moment it seems uh hope got through to her so sort of her it's sort of a case where huck is delaying doing something else with dennis because of the situation with uh with hope uh, and then we do see later on that she does take hope into uh or, or somewhere else earlier uh any thoughts on huck and dennis particularly uh no i'm not i mean I'm I'm sure something more will come of it at some point, but I mean, Huck's um, love life is not a particular interest to me right now. <laughs> um, you know, um, interesting that it is the uh, husband, uh, you know, not just some random boyfriend. It was sort of, you know, it was her husband, so it is somebody she knows really, really well. But very well, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm sure something will come back about that at some point, possibly as a way of Silas coming back in to the rest of the group, because we know Silas is out there, like, killing... Um, yeah, he's you know, involved with them, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Mm. Yeah, a way of tying that in but in terms of the actual relationship between them i don't really care one way or another you know so all right um one of my questions i suppose is because we learn like we kind of get a hint at the end of the last episode and that hint is answered at the start of this or in this episode as to who who dennis and huck are together mm-hmm. seeing as they've got some history I'm guessing he's met Elizabeth and I wonder what Elizabeth thinks of him because Elizabeth is arguably a much bigger character and given the way that we what we know about Elizabeth and her ruthlessness and actions uh, we've been kind of trying to predict as to because we we both thought last episode that Elizabeth probably got something cooking off screen not Mm -hmm. actual food but a plan cooking off screen It, it just felt like that didn't it and yeah yeah, given her kind of ruthlessness and she was able to kill, what was it, 100,000 people at that ca- uh, co- campus colony thing. Um, yeah, I wonder how Dennis fits into Elizabeth's plans or what she knows about Huck and Dennis's relationship. Um, 
Yeah, especially considered like because we sort of know a bit about her relationship with with uh, Huck. Obviously, it's uh, you know mother and daughter. I just wonder how Dennis fits into that and how she feels about him. Yeah. Um, and especially considering their relationship seems to have been on the rocks at some point. Mm-hmm. How did Elizabeth take that? And there's this there's some dots to sort of connect there, I suppose. Um, yeah. Would she would she kill Dennis at some point if Huck didn't do what she wanted? Because I could see I could see Elizabeth doing that with well, lo- lots of different characters. Yes. Um. So, yeah, because I I still think even though it is her daughter, I still think Elizabeth's willing to kill pretty much anybody to get what she wants. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, yeah, she's a mass murderer, and yeah, you know, she is a mass murdering dictator essentially. And I mean. There is. I, it wouldn't surprise me if she, if it got in her way, if she actually would kill Huck, you know, um, her own daughter. So I mean, I, I, I think that's entirely possible. So uh, the fact that she would maybe kill the husband, uh, yeah, that's not a stretch. I don't think at all. Mm, definitely. So we'll see how that works out. But uh, yeah, it's good to answer that straight away. Uh, when they were sort of tossing and turning in the bed, I initially couldn't see who it was. I was like, who is that in the bed? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, gets answered very quickly. So, um, And then I sort of, oh, it's Huck. Oh, it's Dennis. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Hope goes to school on the CRM uh, campus uh, where she meets uh, Mason Will Myers, uh, pl- played by Will Myers uh, again. They have a debate using uh, yeast to infect the dead, which seems like it will come up uh, again later. I mean, this is to do with the whole, like, infection thing and all that, isn't it? Yeah. He invites her to a party slash remembrance for the Omaha colony, which she initially says she won't go to, but uh, she ends up going there later. Uh, And then later Huck comes to get her and they head for the uh, other colony place or they try to leave. The artist retreat place. Yeah, Yeah, place. Um this gets into some of the this is a kind of mixture of the ya things with the i guess flirting between mason and hope but then it also gets into i mean i wasn't really able to sort of follow what they were talking about in terms of the sciencey things but i think this scene for for somebody that doesn't really understand all this stuff which is i guess somebody like me i think this scene's just designed to we've been told over and over again that hope is the asset and all this sort of thing and we saw the computer scene at the end of season one and all that kind of thing I think this scene is just to show what she could do and sort of what's yeah. in her brain, I think. I think that's just what this scene is, is designed for. And also when she's sort of challenged a bit, because she does have that sort of rebellious attitude in a way and she can tend to sort of fight back. I think this just digs into all of that and like the way the class reacts, the way that the teacher reacts to her. Uh, I think this scene is just purely designed to to do that. And I thought the, the scenes later on at the uh, party were were fine they have like more of those sorts of conversations uh there's, there's a friend of of mason he's trying to sort of make something or whatever it is uh so they're, they're all very young smart people is uh is the idea yeah. here uh i don't know if they're all supposed to be around the same age but we did have a few i think it was last episode established that huck is uh huck that hope is uh 17 so i'm, yeah. I'm guessing they're all like 16 17 18 roughly yeah so uh any thoughts on her uh intelligence I, yeah, I mean, I, I think very much this scene's there to sort of show you how bright she is and why she was important to bring in. Um, 
the uh, it's sort of interesting because at the start of the scene where she's in the class, she is distracted and she keeps on having these sort of her mind wandering and then yeah. them flashing back to you know uh, like there's a there's a point later at the party where they're playing um, Jenga like with big wooden blocks and the tower topples over and she and it cuts to a shot of the towers for uh, the tires falling over when they were stuck in that um, junkyard place. So she keeps on having these little flashbacks and, you know, she has one of those when she's in the class and the professor calls her on it because he sees she's distracted and then she immediately comes up and sort of having heard everything he said and comes up with an answer and comes up with a sort of, you know, they have this discussion and comes up with this quite brilliant idea of, you know, using yeast to extract, to, to infect the undead as a way of speeding up the process of decay. So... Mm. Yeah, I thought that was that was all kind of interesting and sort of goes to to show why she's there. And then the party later, you do get to see that this is a, a you know the brightest of the kids that are around. I think the thing the the other kid that was trying to build was an air hockey table, um, from right. what I could tell, because they were talking about using fans and and you know things from uh, to to. I'd so I'm fairly sure that was an air hockey table was what they were trying to build, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I that scene really goes to establish that there are this this group of you know these are the next gen- these are the next generation of scientists. They are trying to do something to find a cure, and they are all incredibly bright. I mean, that seems to be what they were trying to sort of set up. Mm. Uh, I don't know where they're going with this further down the line. Um, you know, it's it's very difficult at, even at this point to see where this is going to end because we're still. You know, with seven episodes from the end, uh, you've got Hope here. You've got the rest of the group in hiding. Uh, possibly they're going to all get brought back together in one place. But we don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I, I just still can't quite see what the end point is of this. You know, mm. we know that there's no kind of usually when you get into this point, maybe in a couple of episodes, you'll start to sort of see a build to what the end game is. But we haven't hit that yet. Mm. So I'm sort of interested. I'm very interested to see where they are actually going to end up at the, at the end of these, this second season of final season. So, yeah, I think you'll start to see that around what episode six, seven. Maybe episode five maybe uh which we still have like a few more to go until that um but yeah it's interesting with walking dead just taking this different approach with the two seasons thing um and just having a particular goal and just going and doing it as opposed to the main show which still has had the goal of following the comic books and having the remix of uh you know either changing those things up or putting combining that with new story which again Daryl Dixon's entire story is pretty much that uh, one of the main characters. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see where that goes and everything. But um, who knows? Maybe Elizabeth kills all these people. <laughs> so I mean, who knows what that woman is? I I just I think one of the big just contention points or points of interest is I don't think it's all necessarily about what these characters are going to do. I think a lot of it is going to be down to what elizabeth wants to do but then if somebody can take out elizabeth at some point you can sort that problem out uh, i mean I, I, I just think 
I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I don't necessarily think she's going to kill this group of people. I'm just saying we shouldn't not put it out there as a possibility. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. Because who, who knows what she's... I just think she's kind of a... I don't know. She's that type of character. Um, I, I mean, one possibility is you're going to end up with the CRM in sort of full revolt because it comes out that the you know they've been leaning into the whole Omaha thing and it comes out that Elizabeth has basically committed mass murder I I and she gets overthrown mm. I, I'm guessing that's possibly where they they're heading for because you've got hope that can sort of you know has these really bright minds and maybe can get to band together um sort of form a revolution in internally with the help of iris and the rest that are sort of outside at the moment and presumably huck will switch sides and join with them but um and maybe that's where they're going but i mean it could be something else entirely hmm. you know yeah so. yeah i just think elizabeth is kind of like the puppet master and until you either capture her or kill her or do something um i don't know i, I just think that she's up to something so yeah yeah, yeah no, i, I mean I, I think she is uh, but i mean I, I whether she's got some other huge nefarious plan and they get wind of it and have to try and foil it possibly and that ends up with her being overthrown in some way or i i don't know um as i say i can't quite figure out where they're going with this at the moment and where they're sort of aiming to end up. My guess is that they are aiming, you know, because if all these characters suddenly got wiped out by the end of it, you'd be like, well, what was the point in that? The, you know, right, the, right. the end of the day, it's a two, it's a two season arc and it's introduced a bunch of new characters. You sort of think that they should be at a point at the end of it where this is going to dovetail into something else. Because yeah. otherwise, what's the point of having this series in the first place? Because you know the whole point of it being two seasons was it, it gets to a certain point and feeds and builds this universe out in some way. So, mm. yeah, uh, Percy and Elton wind up at the artist's uh, colony. As it turns out, the siblings that captured them are part of the group, and they're also Indira's uh, kids. Uh, that's why I mentioned the whole uh, son yeah. and daughter thing earlier. The duo. <clears throat> reunite with um iris who is overjoyed to see them uh, obviously in terms of um uh percy and and elton as well yeah because uh, yeah um it iris i almost said idris uh iris and uh percy had kind of a bit of a thing there is a scene as well where she's sort of um healing his his wound that he's got yeah yeah he takes his shirt off and stuff yeah um it, it, i found it kind of like sweet and funny the way she's like hey in order to for me to get to your exit wound you're gonna have to take your shirt off and i was like of course you're going to have to do that yeah yeah <laughs> this is, i mean the other day it is a ya drama somebody's gonna take their shirt off at some point to so. say yeah yeah i mean how many times in arrow uh either before during or after the illicity thing yeah. <laughs> did Oliver have his shirt off for not even for any particular reason whether it was to do his uh what was the bars thing that he used to Oh, the, ah, uh, uh, yes. Yeah, um, when he used to uh, do that. 
Yeah. I think called salmon ladders. I that's, think that's salmon ladders or something. Yeah. When you yeah. used to do that, you used to air the shirt off and yeah. Even just on. But, ra- I mean, yeah. yeah, even just on random scenes where um, Felicity would say like, "Hey, check this threat out on the computer," and he'd have his shirt off. Uh, but but it's it's a trait of all YA dramas. I, I, I know, mean, I know. you know, River, uh, Riverdale particularly, Archie with his shirt off. You've got um, <laughs> you know, um, Vampire Diaries used to happen all the time. I mean, it's it's just it's a thing. I never saw that. Yeah. Okay. So did they did they do that quite a lot in Vampire Diaries then? Uh, when they when they found a reasonable excuse to yes mm. you know I mean it, it, it pretty much whenever they have an excuse it's the same with pretty much any YA drama so yeah what what network was that on CW oh right that makes sense yeah <laughs> yeah um, of course it was yeah and it's 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 normally with like characters that have got muscles and and things like that or that just kind of have nice chests and things yes. uh, but yeah of course your exit wound I need to take your show off uh, yes. do you think anything will happen there. Between those two? Uh, well, I would, uh, yes, uh, probably. I mean, who knows? As I say, the romance side of things doesn't really concern me overly yeah. with this thing. Hmm. I wonder as well, because Silas very clearly had a crush on Iris as well, and him and Elton, or Elton, him and Percy kind of clashed on that a bit. Uh, of course, yes. Silas is like somewhere else right now, so we'll see how that works out, certainly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he gets uh, sorted out and everything, and they're back at the. Uh, colony thing kind of reunited so like you said a minute this digs into what you said a minute ago about characters are slowly getting sort of put back together yeah uh, in certain groups which is good so uh at, as the episode ends uh huck uh talks her way through the crm guard this is when she's taking hope through and takes hope to the uh settlement um hope iris says uh stunned to see her sister uh but percy looks on discontently remember Huck killed his uncle and he gets a knife out um whether or not he's going to do something with that knife we shall see but uh that's uh that's going to be a reunion well to, yeah uh, <laughs> to, to, well yeah I mean, not, o- not only did um Huck kill her uncle Huck shot him as well so yeah yeah I mean he's got every right to be kind of pissed about um Huck being there, I think, uh, understandably. So, yeah, that that's going to be interesting to see where that goes next episode. I think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what Huck's reaction is going to be to seeing him. I mean, are they going to see each other and just start like hitting each other? Um... Well, I don't know. They might. They might opt to try and keep them sort of separate but i mean who knows yeah i suppose well, if they start some fights or something then uh what's her name indira might decide to kick them both out or something yes because you know disturbing and disturbing the sort of community and yeah i mean with the... The, especially with the risk that they've got with the crm like that's already been explained yeah because the the male elder the i'm assuming the father or the the father figure at that artist camp is yeah. already making noises about the fact that it's very dangerous for them to be there which i mean it is it's true um but you know that's i mean i it does feel like it's building towards some form of attacking the crm or revolution in the crm because you've got you know whilst the the elders are sort of like trying to keep the peace and doesn't don't want to upset the crm the two siblings are very much like we shouldn't be living under their boot. We were here first. So uh, that points to them sort of potentially some sort of 
I mean, a straight out attack, I don't think he's going to work, but that is what makes me wonder if you're going to be able to have something which is, you know, hope attacking from the inside and getting that little band of like geniuses on board and the other group attacking from, you know, doing something from the outside, maybe. Mm. But, um, uh, you know, it's got to be surgical and targeted because there's, what, 10 of them, if that, and there is an entire army of the CRM. To, so, I mean, I don't know. As I say, I, I can't quite see where it's leading. But hmm. um, It's a bit of like a, the Rick versus Negan thing. They were like completely outnumbered and then they had to work out a way to uh, solve that situation. So. Yes. Um, yeah, we'll see how that works out. But that's the end of the episode. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Percy has got his uh, knife ready. Uh, he'll probably put it away in a minute. But um, I don't know. We'll see how that uh, how that goes. Um, so we made a bit of a prediction last time because we were two episodes in and we hadn't seen uh, Elton yet. I wonder if we go back to um, Silas next episode. Catch up with what's uh, happening there. Yeah, I mean, now we've got um, some of the characters back together. Silas is the only one that's sort of really separate right now. But then we have, you know, we have seen Dennis connect with Huck. And we know uh, he's Dennis, isn't it? The boyfriend, the ex-husband or husband or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, we know that there is a connection there. So, uh, yeah, I think there's a possibility that maybe we see sort of some of Silas and next episode and him getting kind of brought back in possibly. Mm. Yep. Uh, that's the end of the episode anyway. Uh, we do have some feedback and things to get into. Emails, if you want to send in your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever you want to say, uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. You can look at the contact page and information in your show notes. If you look at the information that is in your show notes, uh, there's a big contact box. You can't really miss it if you scroll down. Uh, you can put your name, email, message, or whatever in there. That's a quick way to send us an email. And uh, the name of the email is listed there. If you click on that, it should take you over to an email app of sorts. Or you can like copy and paste the email name. And you can send one in that way as well. Just saves time to type it in and that sort of thing. If you want to do that. Uh, Hannah says, prediction. Uh, Dr. Bennett will figure out how to make, you said the virus, I think you meant the cure, uh, work. But Elizabeth will uh, kill him for some sort of twisted greater good thing. Uh, again, I can see that happening. Because if, yeah. if you were to ask me about Elizabeth killing anybody on the show, I would think that she would, would do that for some sort of twisted greater good reason. Um, yeah, it could be. it could be a situation where like Dr. Bennett dies... Uh, Elizabeth goes against him for whatever particular reason. We still have several episodes to figure out what that could be. And then Hope has to sort of save the day with her sister and the rest of the group. Um, mm-hmm. And they end up making this uh, cure like in memory of Dr. Bennett or something, maybe. They could, they could do something like that. Uh, I do think there will be a big character killed off by Elizabeth or somebody. I just can't see all of these characters surviving and Elizabeth not doing, having some sort of involvement with that. Uh, but do you think this specific thing will happen? That she'll maybe I, kill Dr. Bennett for something? That would not surprise me if, you know, um, we've, we've already had a bit this episode where uh, Hope has kind of 
outshined her dad of like you know he's been going he was sort of going i've been working on this for two years and you just came up with this thing out out of the blue when they were talking about her um recommending the sort of fermentation thing and as a way of decomposing the bodies so yeah i mean i i can sort of see them getting to a point where the father gets killed that spurs some sort of revolution when it's revealed what elizabeth's actually been up to and um it ends up with hope maybe taking over her father's role in some way and because uh, although it, what's interesting is it's not a cure it's something that can potentially decompose bodies a lot faster therefore reducing the amount of dead that are that can rise again because if you can find a way of basic that you know that they've got to have some form of internal organs to be able to function you know otherwise we'd have skeletons walking around and we know that that doesn't happen so um it, it what's what's sort of interesting is where they're going with this is it even if they do get to the end of it and they come up with something which helps the bodies decompose more rapidly, that's still not an actual cure, but it is potentially quite a good advancement if you can find a way of of making sure that the dead don't rise again because the bodies have decomposed too quick. So, yeah, I think that's a sort of interesting way of doing it and would give you some sort of resolution to them actually having having achieved something by the end of this as well hmm. yep yep we'll uh see what she does uh benjamin says with the show in with the show introducing a cure do you think there would be anti-vaxxers uh absolutely <laughs> yes yeah. probably yeah um i mean yeah i that that it it uh, i mean the fact that there are even anti-vaxxers at the moment is, well, yes, let's not get into all that. But yeah, it, it, yes, I'm sure there were people that would be suspicious of it. And I, again, I mean, particularly in this world and with the history of what the CRM have done uh, in that committed mass genocide. Yeah, you could sort of understand why people might be a little hesitant if somebody, if there was actually a cure that they came up with of saying, hey, we inject you with this and you won't turn. Um, then you can sort of see why people might be a bit sort of hesitant given the source of it coming out of the CRM, if if it's yeah. widely known what the CRM did or what Elizabeth particularly did. Mm, yeah, if it's specifically from the CRM, you could understand that a bit more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there probably would be characters, that, particularly in this world, that... Um, would be sort of anti-vaxxers uh that might be an interesting story to tell as well um that's one that you could either do in this show with the virus storyline or once you've done that however that ends up uh you could do a storyline like that in the uh stories um or tales uh series coming up you could you could easily do an episode uh on that sort of thing one that's slightly connected to a virus uh or sorry cure storyline uh, and have somebody that's maybe, yeah, that, that doesn't want it for whatever particular reason. So, mm-hmm. but then obviously you'd start seeing articles come out about like comparing that to the COVID vaccine and that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, it's a, it's a fictional story. You can kind of do whatever you want because it's not real. So, yeah. 
Uh, Albert says, uh, great to see Elton this episode. It definitely was. Uh, do you still speak to David, the person from the show that sent you that letter? Uh, I sent him a couple of messages here and there. We don't chat, like, often, often. I know that he's working on, uh, obviously, this show and probably some other things as well. I don't know if he's also working on the uh, other shows. I never particularly found that out. Because, obviously, there's a whole, like, Walking Dead universe now, isn't there? And, like, the film and stuff. So, because uh, you have, obviously, you have, like, people that do the, like, sort of crossover work. Like, Greg Nicotero does all the, the zombies mm-hmm. things and... And that kind of stuff, obviously, Scott Gimple oversees the whole thing. Um, then you've got the creator who's suing the network. But <laughs> <laughs> I still find I still find that very, very strange. Uh, the yeah. person the person that made this thing is suing the network that's airing it. Uh but um I, I, I speak to him from time to time. I speak to Nikki Rapp um more though. She's the uh well she she's the one that does the, the voiceover at the start of these podcasts. Um, she played. She voiced uh, Lily in the uh, Telltale game. She also voices a character called Lily from uh, Psychonauts <laughs> as well. Yeah. So, um, but they're both very cool people. I've still got that letter. It's actually right behind the laptop that I'm currently using. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it was good for that. Do you speak to like people that have worked on? I mean, I know you do interviews and things like that, don't you? So, for... um, yeah. I mean, I, I obviously I I do interviews so. You know, there are uh, there are people that I do keep in touch with um, sometimes through the interviews. There are a few people that I'm Facebook friends with, particularly the composers, because I've interviewed them many, many times. So, uh, the, you know, some people that I, I talk to repeatedly, um, the um, uh, uh, the composer for things like um, the Monsters, Inc. Um, TV show. Yeah. Um, Dominic Lewis, I know. Uh, you know, I I know him reasonably well. I've interviewed him a few times, um, and uh, Phil Eisler, who's composed on a whole bunch of different things. So, you know, I know him reasonably well. So, there's there's a few people that I do keep in touch with and occasionally talk to. Um, actors, not so much, because you know they're they're generally obviously a bit more standoffish as you you know, as tends to be. Mm. Um, and I don't interview that many actors anyway. There's a lot more behind the scenes people that I tend to talk to. Um, yeah, like composers but, and that. So, yeah, composers, yeah. producers, a lot of VFX people um, as well. The lot of the guys that work on things like Star Trek and um, you know Discovery and that sort of stuff. And I've spoken to a few of them multiple times. And uh, um, the but they're different people based on you know tend to be different people at the same company quite often as well so mm-hmm. there's a lot of those sort of things though and um you know all the behind the scenes interviews are on the website if you want to go and listen to any of those cool cool uh yeah that's geektown.co.uk if you want all those things uh, i'll mention geektown and stuff in the in the outro yeah uh, what i'm going to do now we've got a little bit of a uh crossover email uh, from somebody talking about our Walking Dead podcast. So if you don't want to be spoiled on that, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do the outro now um, so you can still hear that without getting spoiled on the uh, the main show. It's not nothing massively spoilery. I just want to kind of leave that out because I know that people are uh, not necessarily caught up on the, the main show and whatnot. So I'm going to do the outro, then I'm going to get into that email so I can kind of separate them a little bit. Uh, so in the meantime uh, you can find all the rest of the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org uh, TV, video games, films and Manchester Now podcast, take a look out for all those planning on seeing hopefully at least I want to see at least two films 
next week. I've got to make a few uh, cinema trips. Uh, and I'll have some more time next week because it'll be half term, so it'll be good. So I can go cinema kind of any time, which will be uh, which will be better. Uh, but you can find all those podcasts on entertainmenttalk.org. You can also search for us on your favourite podcast platform by searching for Entertainment Talk. If you want to support the podcast and Entertainment Talk, you can either listen to more episodes. We've got over a thousand, and there is over five years worth, so uh, plenty to choose from, uh, both recent and uh, previous episodes. So take your pick from those. Uh, you can also tell other people about everything that we do, either word of mouth, social media, that kind of stuff. Just uh, spread the word and uh, just tell other people about what we do and where they can find it. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast and review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, speaking of Geek Town, you can find the both the weekly Geek Town podcast and the behind-the-scenes podcast. That's the interview series. Uh, those can be found on geektown.co.uk and they're all in the uh, Geek Town uh, podcast series. So if you search for Geek Town on your favourite podcast platform, you can find all of those as well. So the interviews and the actual TV and film news. That is for your TV and film news as well, geektown.co.uk. So go and check out all that sort of thing. Bex is still streaming very regularly over on Twitch. Trista Bytes, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there for all the good things that she's doing. You can also follow me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK, for my different gaming streams. And if you miss those, you can find them later on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Um, let's get into this uh, <coughs> email. Uh, it's from somebody called Babs. I think their full name is Barbara. I'm not going to read out their whole email. Just uh, that their name is Barbara, I think. Um, it says, uh, loved your review of The Walking Dead 1108. So the first half season, for not whatever we're calling it, uh, 11A finale. And really appreciate the attention you pay to the entire plot line in each episode. Especially the smaller characters, a.k.a. the kids in this episode. Uh, I do think Virgil was around longer than a day. Um, longer than a day an Oceanside. Um, yeah, they seem to have kind of disappeared, haven't they? Oceanside. That was, yes. They, they, they were, they've always been treated a bit weirdly. Um, and pretty sure his uh, Shin and Judith's katana were well acquainted in that episode. Uh, keep up the great work and look forward to um, returning to the flagship show next year when it comes back for uh, 11B. Um, it's interesting that you mention um, this because you said the smaller characters and you said the kids. An interesting point with that is I I myself don't really see the kids as smaller characters, but they are kind of treated as smaller characters because they're not on screen so much. We've talked about that, um, I think, in that episode and in some of the previous ones. They seem to have, at least in this first half of the season, they seem to have done those stories more in bulk. So you'd see like a lot of them in one episode, then you'd leave them for two, three episodes, then you go back to them and see them in a good chunk of an episode. Um, I think the show does want to make them more main characters, but given you know their kids and their age and that sort of thing, it's probably a bit more difficult to do. But you could, I mean, in terms of the way the story's told in The Walking Dead, you could look at them as smaller characters. Uh, but to me, in terms of like the <coughs> the Grimes legacy, that's sort of where Judith and RJ sit um so what would you what do you think of the uh the way the kids are shown on screen yeah i mean the kids time is always going to be limited because you're you've got <clears throat> you've got so much going on in that show anyway so yeah um plus uh the uh laws around how much you can use 
kids you know they only have a limited amount of time that they can actually shoot with them and it's one thing if you're doing something like a kids tv show which is you know set on a stage and it's like a multi-camera sitcom or something like that because you can rip through that quite quickly with something like the walking dead where it's all single camera and you're out you know filming you may only get like four hours a day that you can actually shoot with the kids which dramatically limits the amount of time that you can actually use them on screen so mm-hmm. um i think it's yeah i think they are main characters uh well particularly the grimes kids or particularly judith you know maybe not so much the other kids but i think particularly judith and it it's an ensemble cast though so you've got to give everybody some time on screen to a certain extent and we have got certain hero adult characters in there but it would be difficult i think to give the kids a lot more time you know but mm-hmm. I, it's it's nice that when we do actually get to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Oceanside, they're a group that's kind of come in and out the show when it was needed. <laughs> yeah. But they've, they very much kind of... I mean, there was... I can't remember the last time we actually properly saw Oceanside in the group, but whenever that was, I've sort of forgotten about them since. Yeah. Because, you know, they've got the Alexandrians, the Hilltop, you've got Negan, then you've got had the, the Whisperers and everybody, now you've got the the Commonwealth and stuff. Um, and they, they this I, I think it was maybe one of them situations like when they destroyed the kingdom and kind of picked and choose between Alexandria and the Hilltop and then like the savior complex went. Yeah. Uh, I think the show just had kind of had too many places and too many characters and they had to sort of like just knock things down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, which made sense because when you did that in season seven, you ended up with just too many characters in too many different places. You weren't seeing characters for two, three episodes at a time, and there was just there was just too much for the show to handle. Um, even with the sixteen yeah. episodes, it was still just too much for for them to do. Yeah. So I, so I didn't really mind when Oceanside kind of just disappeared off screen, really. Yeah. Um, I mean. Because Oceanside, I mean, that's the interesting thing. You've got the people starving in Alexandria. Oceanside, we don't know what the situation is over there. We know that the place survived the Whisperer Wars because they took a bunch of people from Hilltop back to Oceanside, you know, as refugees. Because some went to Oceanside, some went to Alexandria. Um, And, yeah, they've kind of ignored Oceanside since then. You think, well, they've got this whole thing about, you know, we're struggling for food. You do wonder whether maybe they... Maybe there was a line about sort of reaching out to Oceanside and reason not to do it, but I don't remember it. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, anyway, uh, thanks, everybody, for the emails. We very much appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back next week with... uh, What was it, 204? Yeah, season two, episode four next week and uh again don't expect to fear the walking dead podcast um <laughs> at, at, at any point soon it's called a podcast wrap up for a reason so uh just look out for the world beyond episodes um but uh yeah i already did the outro so i guess we can just say thanks everybody for listening and um, we'll see you next time goodbye bye <laughs>